0: For another opportunity and privilege to be gathered together in your presence, even to meditate upon your word. As we do so, O oh God, let faith come forth in our life. Help us, O oh God, to grow stronger in faith tonight in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, to dark doubt our doubts and take you at your word. Lord, things shall go well with us in the name of Jesus grants us understanding, grant us revelation and grace to obey your word in Jesus' name. Tonight shall we shall be talking about a, script, a, a phrase in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 which says, Behold the soul which is literal is not upright. But the just shall live by his faith. Romans 1 17. We're also going to read something similar. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. faith is impossible to please God. That we know very well. Verse 17 of Romans chapter 1 say. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Who are the just? The just are the one who have been justified. Amen. We have been declared righteous in the sight of God. Once upon a time, we we're enemies, we we're aliens to the household of faith. But by virtue of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have been reconciled to God. Amen. Yes. So we have been declared righteous the judge shall live by faith. This phrase and admonition given to all believers, including you and me, to live a life of faith in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Jesus Christ is our righteousness. Amen? Although in our own merits we are unrighteous, unholy, and altogether unloving. Yet in Christ Jesus we are now righteous. Amen. Amen. we we'll read the scripture to see this. In fact, we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. It tells us something about this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 this is what it says for he had made him to be seen for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of god in him Amen. amen so when you talk about righteousness we are righteous by virtue of what christ did in fact We are the righteousness of God. Amen. That's what the Bible is saying here. So God has placed us in a very privileged position to be able to approach him with boldness and to affect our world. What has led to this righteousness? We that were unjust. We that were sinners. It is because of our faith in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the secret of our righteousness. That's the secret of our being righteous because we were unworthy, were head bound, but Christ, His mercy, saved us and declared us guiltless. That's why we can stand. Tonight we are going to talk about uh, Hebrews chapter 11 and we are going to single out the particular character and talk more about the subject of faith. So we'll read from verse 1, Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, he had us obtain a good report. Amen. Amen. By faith, through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. Way back in the time of Adam and Eve. People were, were declared righteous. We we'll see the basis of their righteousness. God testifying of his case, and by it, he being dead, yes, speaking. Verse 5: By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. We too are waiting the translation of this hour, we should endeavor to please God. There is no shortcut to it. We have to please God. But how can we please God? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Therefore, we must exercise our faith. We all have faith. God has given us a measure of faith. We have faith. But this faith needs to grow in us. Amen. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise the Lord. Verse 7 By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Verse 8 By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, we should, after receive our inheritance, obey, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations whose bidder and maker is God. Amen. We too, we are looking for a city in New Jerusalem. Amen. Where God dwells, where we shall reign with him, we shall live and reign with him eternally. That should be the motivating factor at this time for us. That we too, we are looking forward to that time. It is true, we are not yet there, but we shall be there in Jesus' name. He has saved us, he has washed us clean with his precious blood. He has justified us. He has declared us righteous. And by faith, we will make it in Jesus' name. The secret of Abraham, we're going to talk about how that he was declared righteous even way back at that time. Let's go back to Genesis. The book of Genesis, chapter 11. Abraham was not initially called Abraham. His name was Abram. Abram. Abram means exalted father. That's how he was called. In Genesis 11, verse 26, we are told this about his ancestry. Genesis 11, 26. And Terah lived 70 years and begat Abram, Neho, and Haran. We know about Lot. Lot was a nephew to Abram. In verse 1 of chapter 12, God called Abraham. Abram, as at that time. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that cursed thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him and Abram was 75 five years old when he departed out of Haram this is the first promise that God made to Abram this is the first call God told him to leave the land of all to leave the land where he was brought up to leave the land of comfort and ease to leave A place where he had been accustomed to friends and neighbors to go to a place he had never been before. As we go through the story of Abraham and how he had a size fit, we too will examine ourselves in our day. If God were to tell us that, what would I do? What would you do? Leaving the place that you have known to a place you have never known, you've never been there. Nobody can give a description. There were no months that time. Oh, this is the month. If you take like this, like this, you get to that place. Nobody from that place, a little eye, how is the condition of that place that God is sending me to? Imagine, if you were the one, God is sending you to such a place. Wonderful. And he had to take his wife, take his nephew, and take his family off the wind. They will say, Daddy, where are we going? We are going to a place God has shown us. Imagine how abstract that will sound. He has shown me, he has told me of a place. Where is the place? What is the name of the place? How far is the place from here? No, he just said, towards that side. She continued to go. Faith in action. He obeyed. In all the exercise of faith, we see obedience, obedience, obedience. I don't know. Well, the father was not a believer, but since God called him, from that time we can call him a believer, but they were idol-worshipping people, God called him out of that background. That's how God has called us out of our family background, where they serve idols and worship uh, uh, all that God has made. They worship the creature more than they even worship God. Many of us are called out from such families. It's only now we are giving birth to godly seed and they can be proud. Oh, I'm from, uh, you know, I'm from a a holy family. I'm from uh, a family that knows God. But many of us way back were from hidden, the hidden background. That's how Abraham was called out. We too will be called out of the world. This time, not physically, out of this present world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. Amen. Amen. And we are to live by faith in this new life. He has called us a peculiar people, a chosen generation, a holy nation. And we have been made priests unto God. That's how God has called us. He has qualified us. He has washed us clean with the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. So the Lord appeared to him and gave him that promise that I will make thee a great nation. As at that time, he had it any son. How is God going to make of thee a great nation? Sunday, it's very strange. When I don't have any child, any son, daughter, how can? Nevertheless, he believed God. Amen. That is why it was kind of to him for righteousness. He believed God. That's how Noah also pleased God. God told him what to do. And he didn't question it. He had never seen rain in his life, nobody had ever told him about that. But by faith, he believed what God had said. And he went to prepare the ark. And he was saved with seven others. It is by faith. The judge shall live by faith. Also in Genesis 15 verse 1, God gave Abraham another promise. In fact, from time to time, as we are going to see, God will re-emphasize that promise to him. See, I have not forgot you. I will make of thee a great nation and you shall be blessed. Those that bless you, they shall be blessed. Those that curse you, they shall be cursed. Genesis 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham. Was yet Abraham, this time exalted father, in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born into my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, He shall not be thine heir, but he he that shall come forth out of thine own powers shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now to where heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. That's how people became righteous in the Old Testament. Through obedience. They had not known all that we have known now. No previous history of anybody like Abraham. Or Abraham before him. He just decided to obey God. No wonder to say that obedience is better than sacrifice. That was the key to his success. obedience. Amen. Amen. May the Lord give us grace to obey him. To say yes to what he has to tell us any day, any time in Jesus' name. Genesis 17, verse 1. When Abraham was 90 years old, Ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee. And I will multiply thee exceedingly. God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant, is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Story is changing now. Abraham, father, Abraham, exalted father, his name is changing right now because God has now given a promise that he shall be father of many nations. Verse 5, Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. You see, God looks at the future as if it's already past. They have made thee already. Amen. If God has given you a promise, just hold on to His unchanging word. If God has given you a promise, hold on to His unchanging hand. Amen. And He will fulfill in due course. It may not be immediately. Because... God did not tell you. so. okay, one year time, you come become a father of a many nations. No. just give it that promise ahead. It was 75 when this promise was first given. That shall be father of a great people. This time around is very specific. That indeed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Thou shall be a father of many nations. So his name has changed now. No longer Abraham, but Abraham. Amen. Amen. And he believed the Lord and counted it to him for righteousness. God in all this, we can see, is emphasizing the same promise again and again. That's how God speaks to us. Even when we are reading the word of God and the promise of God, they are coming forth alive. God is just reassuring us what he has said before. He's saying, he's saying yesterday, today, and forever. We should keep on believing, we should not doubt. But you see, it appeared that something happened to Abraham. He was pressurized to live with the maid servant And Abraham brought forth Ishmael. Was that the will of God? No. After God had promised him. After God had given him all this promise. Abraham, the father of faith, he, he, he did something like that. That is why you should not condemn yourself if you have faith God in the time past. There is hope for you. Amen. If only you realize and you turn back to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Just like the prodigal child, he will accept you. He will accept you and take it as if you have never, never faltered, as if you have never missed it. You see, by faith, we can claim that status and be right with God all the time in the name of Jesus. Some people say, oh, how can we be righteous that, law we are like fish, as soon as, uh, because fish wears in water and must drink water out of necessity. So we are surrounded by sin, and out of necessity we must sin. It must not be so. Remember, we are we are a new creature. Remember, we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. So God has given us the power to live this new life. Amen. Again and again, God reiterated our promise. I will make you father of many nations. When he was hundred years old. This promise was materialized. Isaac was born after 25 years of that initial promise. So patience is needed when we are asserting faith in the word of God. We need patience. Abraham did not give up for 25 years. He said, no, oh, forget about that, forget about that promise, promise that we cannot see. I don't even have any son. You know? And we are growing old. In fact, we are grown old. 100 years old and united. How can we have children? Bible says that he never disbelieved God. You obeyed God. He believed God for those 25 years and became a reality. Whatever God has promised you will become a reality in Jesus' name. Amen. But you may need to be patient. Patient is very, very important. In our faith, you need to be patient with God. Don't easily give up and say, Oh, for so long God has told me this, but it has not come to pass. It shall not tarry any longer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 No matter how long you have to wait, hold on to God's unchanging hand. The Lord will make you to laugh, like Sarah said in Genesis 21, verse 6. There's something that Sarah said there. He said, and Sarah said, God have made me to laugh. Amen. So that all that are here will laugh with me. People may laugh at you now, but they are going to laugh with you later. Amen. They are not going to laugh at you forever. They are going to rejoice with you. That is why, you know, our enemies today can become our friends tomorrow. If we behave well, if we love them, and we preach the gospel to them, they can become sons sense of God like us. Amen? So those who are laughing at us now, those who persecute us now, tomorrow, they are going to rejoice with us. They are going to laugh with us in Jesus' name. If you believe, you say, Amen! Amen! Amen. Amen. The Lord shall turn your, your ashes to beauty. Amen? Yes, Amen! And shall give you oil of joy for money. Amen. And the garments of prayer for the spirit of heaviness. The Lord will do it. All of us, there are things we are waiting for God, uh, for God to perform in our lives. God has given us various promises. We need to hold on to his unchanging hand. We should not falter. Do you know that after God had given Abraham, that son, Isaac, God tested him God tested him. He said you go and offer that same son, the only son. Go and offer that son to me. That's what God said. Let's check it out in Genesis 22. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham. Well, that word tempt there means test. It depends on the context in which that word tempt is used. Generally, temptation is an inducement to do evil or to commit sin. And it's often thought to come from the devil. But in this particular case, God did not tempt Abraham to sin, He tested him. God can test any of us. Amen. God can test us like he tested Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a bond offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. We are going to read it and we are going to see faith in action, both by confession and by obedience. Let's just read it. Verse 3 And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and cleaved the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide here with the ass, and I and the lad, that's Isaac, will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Mark it. Is see, prophesying here what? He knew it, what was going. To, uh, God had told him to go and offer Isaac. But look at what he said. Please, just wait for me. I, my son and myself, we are going yonder to go and sacrifice to God. And we will come back. We'll come again to you. Amen. That is faith. Positive confessions bring possession. Amen. We should confess the word of God. Abraham did it here. And Abraham took the wood. You're going to see other things there. Verse 6. And Abraham took the wool of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And he went both of them together. Verse 7. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, Daddy, father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a bond offering? Because you said we are going to offer something to God. Where is the lamb for the bond offering? Verse eight. and Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering, so that they went both of them together. Amen. Here is Abraham again. Making a positive confession or prophesying now that God will provide himself a lamb. Isn't that what God did exactly later? Yes, God provided a lamb. I said, ah, we got the wood, we got everything ready. But you see, I not see I can't see the sacrifice actually. He didn't say, Oh, you are the sacrifice. (laughs) He didn't just say like that. He said, God will provide Himself a land. Amen. Take note of that statement again. Remember, He told the servant, We are going and we are coming back. We are coming back together. We'll come again to you. Here again, He said, God will provide Himself a land. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham beat an altar there and laid the wood in order. And bound Isaac his son. Reality has come. And laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. I he said, Here I am. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the Lord, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, See, thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. Amen. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his son. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering. Instead of his son. Amen. And Abraham called the name of that place. Jehovah Jireh. Amen. The Lord shall provide. As it is said this day. In the mount of the Lord shall he be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham. Out of heaven. The second time. And said. By myself have I sworn. Said the Lord for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son thy only son that in blessing i will bless thee and in multiplying i will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the sea shore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies verse 18 And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice." Amen! When you obey God, God is glorified. God is happy with you. Let us learn to obey God. Let us not say, oh, we we are walking by faith, it doesn't really matter. We may not have to obey all those commandments of the law, but we, are, we have faith, we have faith, we have faith, we have faith. There are some people who, misdi- who, who, who misuse faith or abuse faith, so to say. There are some people, for example, who don't believe it should work. Work means of livelihood. There are people like that. They believe that God will provide. God will provide. And so, there's no need to go out and labor and do this and do that. Maybe you just preaching the word of God. Maybe just talking about God and no work. Nothing, nothing, nothing. God will provide. People have such erroneous runner's uh, mind. It's not the right thing to do because specifically we are told in the Bible, he who does not work shall not eat. So it's a misapplication of faith. There was a young man in a place in Delta State, Nigeria, where we started a new church. This young boy was brilliant, about 17 years old, he was promising, he seemed to have known the scriptures. But there was one weakness about him he didn't like to work, to do anything, or to depend on brethren, just go from heart to house. Yes, today, you know, God will provide. Jehovah, God will provide. Just go eat here today. Tomorrow, go and eat there. We told him this is not right. You look for work. You can work. You're a young man. You can work. He said, No, no, no. He doesn't believe in that. He doesn't believe. In that. God will provide. So who am I to challenge him now? Because there are people who said they have so so great a faith they wouldn't work. They wouldn't work. So was well, a Pala example, and uh, it wasn't the right thing to do. There are people like that. And it's not right. Just obey the word of God. The faith we accept should be based upon the word of God. Anything that is not consistent with the word of God, we should not do it. Praise the Lord. Abraham said, my my God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And God did exactly. When we confess the word of God, God will bring it to pass. Amen? Abraham's kindness and obedience actually made a way for him initially to receive the promise of his son. Remember the encounter he had with the three men. These three men were angels in disguise. And they were there, they were walking across his house and he saw, Oh, young man, why not come and rest? Why not come and refresh yourself, wash their feet, and give prepare food for them? Abraham was very kind-hearted. He had the mind of God. Amen. And he had faith to be what God told him. God didn't specifically tell him to do this. He was naturally kind. So if you have faith, you want to be like your father Abraham, also be kind-hearted. It was out of that kindness that one of these strangers who happened to be God in the form of an angel. Amen. theophany so that's God disguised he was an angel. When you hear about the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord, that's God himself. God can appear in human form like he did at that time. And God gave him a promise about how that Sarah will conceive and have a son. It was because of his kindness, because of his obedience and hospitality. So if you are hospitable, if you are kind to strangers, God can bless you in a wonderful way that you least expect. Some people entertain angels on our wings. In Galatians chapter, chapter 6, we are told that that's when we have opportunity to meet strangers, we should be kind to them. Say, especially to them of the household of faith. Hebrews 13 verse 2 says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some have entertained angels unaware. Amen. Living by faith means living in the expectation of God's promises not yet realized. We have some promises that are not yet been realized. One of the cardinal promises to the church about the transition of the saints. There's trouble all around the world. God promised us a revival at this time. Seven full revival anointing. We should believe God for it. We should believe God for the catching up without seeing death. Just like Enoch was translated and he never saw death. That's how we are going to apply our faith. The judge shall live by faith. In, in the Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, Apostle Paul said this of himself. Say, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. He said that the life you now live, or he lived it by faith in the Son of God, who loved him and died for him. We too should likewise confess that the life we now live, we live by faith in the Son of God. Amen. Specifically, this verse says I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. That's why we should walk by faith, because Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Living by faith means having patience towards God, to give us what he has promised Hebrews chapter 10, 35 to 38. We also see promise there that we should hold on. We should noisily give up on what God has promised us. It's not over until it is over. Hebrews chapter 10, 35. This is what it says. Hebrews 10, 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Amen. For yet a little while, He shall come, and will, and will not tarry. Now the jaw shall lie by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul hath no pleasure in him. At all. So the judge shall live by faith. We should be ready to live by faith. At a time such as this, there are are challenging times. These are times when our faith will be tried and it's been tried in many places. Christian, fellow Christians like you and me, they are facing great trial, great persecution. Some are at the risk of of dying. They say, oh, recount your faith in Christ. Say you don't know him anymore so that you'll be free. But that's where the challenge comes. If that were to come our way, what would we do? Many Christian fellow believers like you and me, they are facing such situations today. By faith, many are holding on. I do believe the Lord will give us grace, come what may, but before it becomes too worse, too bad, the Lord will have caught us up, amen. That's our hope, that's our expectation. My expectation shall not be cut short in Jesus' name. It does not, however, mean that we should be lazy and not uh, work, like I said earlier. For in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, 10 to 13, we are told, If any will not work, neither should he eat. I'm going to run up, I'm going to sing this song but living by faith. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. We got to live by faith every day. Without faith, we cannot please God. Without faith, we cannot please God. Without faith, we cannot please God. We got to war by faith every day. A man of faith was Abraham. A man of faith was Abraham. A man of faith was Abraham. We got to live by faith every day. With our faith, we cannot please God. With our faith, we cannot please God. With our faith, we cannot please God. We got to live by faith every day. In Genesis, chapter 8, verse 18, God gave a word of promise to Abraham. He said, Indeed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Had that promise be fulfilled? Sure. And in Galatians, chapter 3, verse 8, it tells you, And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the hidden through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, Indeed, Shall all nations be blessed? So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. So we are the children of faith, and we are the children of Abraham by faith, amen. So let us believe God, like Abraham believed God, he had his stubborn faith. That time, when it was Abraham, he went about saying, Ah. God has told me I'll be the father of many nations. Father of many nations. His name changed. Father of many nations, I had no son. Father of many nations, he had, in fact, no no pregnancy to look forward to. Say, oh, indeed, it will be a reality. As he kept on confessing from Abraham to Abraham. Noah went about for 120 years, we are told. He went about beating an ark. He had never heard of somebody who beat an ark before to escape any flood. Yet, yeah, because God said he believed it. When God gives his word, believe it, claim it, and obey it. Amen. It is not enough to hear the word of God, but to believe it, to understand it, and to do according to what God has said, that is when the blessing comes. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord continue to bless you and uphold you and bring to pass which He has that which he has promised you. That which he has promised you shall surely come to pass. No matter the doubt, doubt your doubts and claim your promise, because God who has said is not a liar. If God has given you a promise, hold on to it. Hold on to God's unchanging hand, and you shall bless for doing so in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word that we have heard. We pray that this word, Lord, to challenge our faith, to believe you for our daily living. Lord, to not pass through one ear and go by the other, but that we should assimilate it, we should believe it, and we should act upon it. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for doing exactly just that. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. God bless your hearts. Amen.